0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this festival of Libra, the sign of balance and equilibrium. This afternoon, we have a special opportunity to meditate together at the exact time of the full moon, which will occur just around the time we are sounding the great invocation at the end of our group meditation. We know that the full moon period is actually a five day monthly cycle of preparation, safeguarding and distribution with the exact moment at the center point. As individuals, it is not always possible to maintain a high level of spiritual tension for five full days, but gathered together as a group, especially at the exact time of the full moon, a powerful channel of lighted and loving energy is created through which hierarchical energies can flow which are then available for use in service on the physical plane. We can imagine that especially for the advanced members of the hierarchy, this process is a sacred ritual involving complete dedication and focus. We try to emulate their methods. At the exact time of the alignment between the sun and moon, when these celestial bodies pause on opposite sides of the earth, a channel is created which allows not only the extraplanetary energies to flow into the system through the sun, but also facilitates the free flow of energies around and within the three planetary centers of Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity. From Earth, we approach the hierarchy literally on a band of light. Libra marks the beginning of the lower interlude of the yearly cycle, the three-month period beginning with the stillness of a focused point. It is a time when we move inward, when the powerful spiritual energies contacted at the higher interlude begin to percolate into the collective brain consciousness to be utilized in service. The work for aspirants and disciples in the lower interlude is to bring into manifestation the spiritual energies gathered at the higher interlude and to make them into intelligible ideals which can be implemented into physical form. It is a time of evocation and a renewal of spirit through form. In a way, then, the lower interlude is actually more important for aspirants and disciples who are working as outposts of hierarchical consciousness, working practically on the ground Fully aligned with the soul and responsive to the world's need. The redemption of matter is central to the evolutionary plan. And through our work, we can contrib- contribute to the successful unfolding of the purpose of Sanat Kumara. We are building a group field, a point of unified tension, which can help anchor cosmic energies into the earth and energetically contribute to the work of the Christ as he prepares to make his decision in a few short years about when to manifest physically. His decision depends directly on the actions of humanity and whether or not we have implemented some of the conditions necessary for his appearance. A degree of peace in the world, a measure of true sharing of resources, the establishment of right human relations and a recognition of the basic interconnectedness of all life and the soul in all living forms. Looking at the current situation, it's clear there is still a great deal of work to do in establishing these requirements. But we also don't know what the Christ considers to be how much sharing, how much peace, The full moon period provides the opportunity to reaffirm our own dedication to the implementation of the divine plan and to the preparation for the reappearance of the Christ. A voiced affirmation we make every Thursday in the meditation for the reappearance when we state, I have no other life intention. As we reflect on this affirmation, let us pause within the group field of tension and say together, the Affirmation
1: of the Disciple.
0: I am a point of light within a greater light. I am a strand of loving energy within the stream of love divine. I am a point of sacrificial fire focused within the fiery will of God. And thus I stand i am a way by which men may achieve i am a source of strength enabling them to stand i am a beam of light shining upon their way and thus i stand and standing thus revolve and tread this way the ways of men and know the ways of god and thus i stand
2: Oh.
0: Libra symbolizes the principles of balance, peace, and equilibrium. It is interesting to note that the very beginning of Libra around the 21st of September also coincides with the International Day of Peace, a time when much of the world celebrates the hope and ideal of peace. There are countless gatherings, peace pole plantings, meditation vigils and public events as spiritually oriented people, knowingly or unknowingly, work to evoke the spirit of peace, that great second ray being who stands behind the Christ, known to the christian world as the prince of peace groups focusing on a single idea in line with the divine plan can reach the center shambhala thereby evoking a powerful reaction from this center of perfect peace and unleashing a torrent of spiritual energy into the planet as we observe the world today through the eyes of the soul trying to see world events the way the hierarchy does, we must take the long and wide view with an inclusive perspective. This helps us see beyond the day-to-day personal difficulties and challenges. With this outlook, it is obvious that there is a gigantic balancing process going on in all areas of human living, a process ruled by Libra, the cosmic scales although it is said that in libra there are not violent swings between the pairs of opposites it doesn't currently seem that way there are huge gaps between rich and poor and still an imbalance between masculine and feminine energies and the roles of women and men the voices of tolerance inclusivity and fairness appear to be drowned out by certain despotic and retrogressive leaders And the much needed progress in environmental sustainability and the preservation of the natural world seems all too slow. But this is part of the process. This collective examination of values and principles is an important part of the public debate and the struggle to find the middle way is a process Libra requires and brings to the surface. The word of the soul in Libra is, I choose the way which leads between the two great lines of force, emphasizing how important the themes of choice and decision are on the discipleship path. In Libra, the soul stands poised and perfectly balanced at the midway point between the energy lines of spirit and matter, the ultimate pair of opposites. After many difficult lives of physical plane living and singular focus on material concerns, the soul's reflection, the physical man on earth, voices the demand for more light and the soul by law responds to the pull of matter. As the soul's light irrevocably influences the personality, a many lifetimes process of weighing values begins. Being exoterically ruled by Venus, Libra offers the benefit of a distinct quality of mind, a mental focus which is needed to clearly distinguish between all pairs of opposites and to make the proper decisions and choices. The choices that in the end will favor inclusivity, spiritual values, and ultimately the fulfillment of the divine plan. The light of the soul focused through the mind disperses the fogs of glamour and it is through the mind that intelligent choices are made, which eventually tip the scales toward the truest and highest values, the good, the beautiful and the true. The center of humanity is given the gift of free will, the ability to freely make choices. And the hierarchy cannot interfere with these choices. Human decisions may be misguided at times due to the prevailing glamour and illusion and the plan is delayed but it cannot be stopped. From the earliest years children learn that they do have choices in certain things and as the years go by and the human being grows and develops the choices become more complex sometimes very puzzling and difficult and often life-altering but they are ours and we have to take responsibility for them and the consequences as a person matures and becomes more aware of the world around them and involved with their local community individual choices become group choices how will we govern our localities what will the group permit or resist What are the qualities of the leaders we elect? What are their values? Towns and counties all have local governments that require the participation of ordinary people. States and countries that are participating in the democracy experiment involve the choices of large groups of people. It soon becomes clear that the best way to move forward is through active goodwill and working toward right human relations these values reflect the soul and enable progress toward harmonious group relationships the book by alice bailey education in the new age indicates how children can be taught to make the kinds of choices that will lead to a balanced life and to recognize how their decisions affect the whole she writes two energy factors which are recognized by human beings as life and knowledge, or as living energy and intelligence, are the two poles of a child's being. The task ahead of him is to develop consciously the middle or balancing aspect, which is love or group relationship. And in order that knowledge should be subordinated to the group need and interests, and that living energy should be turned consciously and with intent intention into the group whole. In doing this, a true balance will be achieved, and it will be brought about by the recognition that the way of service is a scientific technique for the achieving of this balance. Opportunities for right choice and wise decision are constantly presented to the disciple. Similarly, major opportunities are presented to the masters in a cyclic fashion. The sixth initiation, an event far ahead of us, is called the initiation of decision because it is at this time a master decides which of the seven paths he will move on to, a decision irrevocably determining his future service. The opportunity for this momentous decision is presented within the hierarchy to the sixth degree Kohans every 49 years. And we are told that the decision taking in 1952, quote, will see a group of these higher initiates choose the path of their future livingness and being, but they will do so only after setting in motion certain energy forces which will creatively change matters on earth, unquote. This passage in the book The Rays and the Initiations goes on to say that the decision made in 1952, quote, will produce great changes in our modern civilization and will drastically and permanently affect the planet. The next 49 year period from 2001 until 2050 is already well underway. So it might be useful to think about what some of the great changes will be in this period Already, there have been breakthroughs in space exploration far surpassing anything in the 20th century. Humanity, just like the universe, is expanding its own ring past knot, and is now able to observe distant galaxies far beyond visible space, and this should coincide with an expected expansion of consciousness. Advances in technology have produced systems that would have been considered science fiction 50 years ago. The climate crisis is frighteningly real and the world is beginning to wake up to its reality. But humanity outwardly seems to be moving very slowly to mitigate the problem. This is a global problem affecting humanity as a whole and only global cooperation will solve it. We have many important decisions to make. But perhaps most importantly, in 2025, the Christ will make his decision about when to return to the earth in physical form, an event which will undoubtedly cause great upheaval and unprecedented change in the world. Can we visualize a time when world leaders emerge that are disciples and initiates working consciously under the influence of the Christ and his company? Can we imagine that enlightened world leaders will openly and deliberately cooperate for the greater good of all of humanity? Visualizing these scenarios may seem to some to be fantasy, but the ageless wisdom teachings assure us that the Aquarian age will see the establishment of a true and lasting peace, and that eventually, the spiritual hierarchy will be more visible and active in Earth affairs. As we all know, the transition from one astrological age to another is always slow and confusing when observed from the aspect of form. As the old influences struggle to maintain power, and the new incoming energies steadily push into manifestation, there is disruption of all kinds, personally and collectively, as the opposing energies clash. And this will continue for many more years to come until the influence of the outgoing sixth ray is fully replaced by the powerful seventh ray. We're told, though, that Libra is coming into a position of power in the planetary horoscope and will eventually rule. Because it is this sign of peace and stillness ruling, DK says, there is therefore no need for real anxiety. How then can the esoteric nucleus of the new group of world servers soothe and reassure intelligent women and men who don't subscribe to the idea of the reality of astrological influences? How will our knowledge and understanding be of service? during this disruptive and dangerous time. Libra also rules the first decanate of Aquarius, the first third of the Aquarian period, which we are in now. So its influence will last for hundreds of years. The three planetary rulers of Libra reveal much about its impact on the human center. Venus, the exoteric ruler and a fifth-ray planet, brings a quality of beauty and grace, as well as the capacity for a mental stimulation of the love aspect. The lords of mind came from Venus, bringing the divine principle of higher knowledge. Venus is considered to be the sister planet of Earth and is therefore closely related to our evolution through the mental principle. The esoteric ruler Uranus is a seventh-ray planet, and relates Libra closely with Aquarius, helping to augment its rapidly waxing power. The hierarchical ruler is Saturn, governed by the third ray, the important ray of aspect of creative intelligence that governs all mental activity and the manipulation of form. Saturn is known as the planet of opportunity, so we can see the beneficent influences under which we are evolving. In the coming decades, humanity will need the balancing energies of Libra to help navigate a rapidly transforming civilization. So it is a great blessing to have its peaceful but powerful qualities available. Also, in times of transition, it is important not to mourn or regret what is lost, but to look within to find inner balance and strength and start building towards the future. The American writer Elizabeth Gilbert wisely observes, the best we can do then in response to our incomprehensible and dangerous world is to practice holding equilibrium internally, no matter what insanity is transpiring out there. The Tibetan mentions that the three ruling planets of Libra, quote, are, partic- are peculiarly concerned with the expression of the Christ consciousness in the world. So as time goes on, Libra will continue to stimulate the work of the Christ and the great balancing process that will be going on for a while. Let us reaffirm our dedication to the unfolding Christ consciousness as we renew our group spiritual tension in preparation for our united meditation. Keynote of the full moon approach to the hierarchy. He who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way yet loves his brother on the darkened path revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark, and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light, and lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy.
1: letting in the light
0: group fusion we affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity i am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. Extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. The higher interlude. Hold the contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity, gradually coming into alignment and interplay. Meditation on a Seed Thought for Libra. I choose the way which leads between the two great lines of force. Precipitation. Using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala hierarchy, the Christ, the group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and physical centers of distribution. The lower interlude, refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Together sound the affirmation in the center of all love, Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. Distribution, as the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. may christ return to earth from the center where the will of god is known let purpose guide the little wills of men the purpose which the masters know and serve from the center which we call the race of men let the plan of love